eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland, the post-game edition as the Browns get throttled by the New England Patriots 38-15. Brought to you locally by Smiley One, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. I'm just going to say it straight out. I mean, you can sit here and say anything you want. The Browns got outplayed, outcoached, and out everything today. The only thing they didn't do was get out fanned because I think our fans came out in full force for the beginning of the game. They deserve a tip of the cap for being there because it was a uh, – I have words that I want to use. I'm just – it was not a good game all the way around. Daryl? Well, I will say this. As I look at our uh, fabulous uh, graphics that we have on our background, I feel like I'm looking right out at First Energy Stadium during the fourth quarter from uh, the game Sunday. It, <laughs> I mean, hey, I'll give the Browns credit. They helped it's the Guardians fans uh, tailgate early. Uh, but you're right. Offense, defense, special teams, complete crapola showing by the Browns. Inexcusable, embarrassing. I don't know if any of this crap can be fixed. That's just kind of where I'm at with this team right now. Uh, Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson back-to-back weeks, starting with Jackson, then Burrow on Halloween. Don't and look past the bye because you're going to get even sicker. Yeah, you get I mean, sicker it, if you look past the bye. 
as I wrote in my top takeaways, Andy, this season can turn has the potential to turn into a nightmare here in a hurry. Just in just in time for Halloween. It was embarrassing. I, I think that, you know, I had said this going into the game that I thought, well, there's just no way Kevin Stefanski is going to be able to outcoach Bill Belichick. It wasn't even about that. It was that Bill had a plan and the Browns didn't. They didn't have any plan. Bill, you knew, I mean, and it was crystal clear what was going on. Stop Nick Chubb. Don't let Amari Cooper get too far down the field. And then we'll run as much as we need to. They didn't even need 100 yards of offense on the ground to make a fourth uh, fourth round pick out of University of nowhere look like Tom Brady. I mean, it was not, it was embarrassing. Um, they looked unprepared. There were bad decisions made throughout the game again. And Kevin is, I'm clearly going to be on the hot seat. I know when we talk to fans tomorrow, again, I'm not in a big hurry to fire coaches, but I just, Kevin got schooled today, schooled. Yeah. Well, they didn't get beat by the Patriots, they beat themselves. Nick Chubb. I think that's being nice. I think the Patriots stuck it to him. I, I just the Browns are an inferior team to the Patriots, and that's sad when you look at the names well, they're, yeah, on I the mean, back of the look, jerseys. Top top to bottom, they're an inferior franchise, starting with ownership all the way down to the the people that collect the trash in the stadium. Okay, we know that. Uh, I don't know the people that collect the trash work their asses off. I've seen them day in and day out. Those guys are working that's hard. True. That's the true. people who are in the trash room to discuss how they're going to pick things up, do an outstanding job. The people they do a hell of a lot better doing that than the people that are paid millions of dollars to go out there and put the product on the field. Um, you, you know, Stefanski is the one that stopped Nick Chubb, not, not the Patriots. Stefanski, like, how do you give Nick Chubb 12 carries? That's and there was, there was literally one drive where they feature Nick Chubb, and guess what? They moved the damn ball. And how about the fans <laughs> giving him the Bronx cheer on that, too? Yeah. They earned it. I, I just, you, you know. Uh, and again, something else I wrote in my top takeaways. Kevin Stefanski's biggest problem is he's the smartest guy in the room outsmarting himself constantly. Joe Woods, same thing, outsmarting himself. I, I just, it's frustrating to have all these intelligent people. They have all this data and measurables and analytics and that, and they still can't coach. Like, uh, th that was a coaching failure. On Sunday, that that's how I look at it, Andy. It was an absolute coaching failure. Yes, Bill Belichick schooled them, but Kevin Stefanski uh, did not have his team prepared. Joe Woods certainly did. Like Bailey Zappi, who by the way had to Google how to how to spell his name, mm -hmm. three hundred and nine yards passing. That's disgustingly embarrassing. Okay, so you look at who they've lost to this year. Again, I go back to this list because it's a theme, right? Okay, last week, uh, you know, Herbert's a great quarterback. Okay, it won't hold that. But you lost to freaking Marcus Mariota and Joe Flacco and now Bailey bleeping Zappy. Are you kidding me? So now, right, you couldn't beat those guys, but you're going to sit there and tell me with Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow coming to town, everything's going to be okay? Sorry, man. I'm sorry. I think this train is off the tracks. I don't think that there's any getting the train back on the tracks. Um, I've seen nothing. See, here's the thing too. Like when you practice poorly, it shows up in the games. And I think the Browns are a bad practice team. And I, and I'll explain because we only get to see 20 minutes of practice. Those tackling drills that I watched this week, they were running those drills the same way they tackle in the games, throwing the shoulder half into the bags. Some guys were wrapping up. Some guys weren't. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when yeah. you practice crap technique, 
that's what you're going to do in games. And that's what I saw from the Browns this week. So I wasn't surprised they couldn't tackle on Sunday. I wasn't surprised they couldn't cover anybody on Sunday because this is what they do. And that's on Joe Woods. But I got news for fans. Firing Joe Woods ain't going to solve the problem. Firing Mike Prefer ain't going to solve the problem. Firing Kevin Stefanski, at least right now, ain't going to solve the problem. I just, Andy, unfortunately, I think this is what it is. And I'd like to congratulate the Houston Texans on their top 10 draft pick. So let me, um, let me ask you this question. Daryl, do you think the Browns have talent on this team? Yeah. Okay. 100%. So here's the problem. Here's the, the problem. I agree with you. And I think most people will say the Browns have talented players on this team. So when you have talented players playing in a system that's not working, what's the result? And you can, I can bank on this 99.9% of the time. You are going to have frustrated athletes that are alpha dogs that are some of the best in the game, not happy. And so now there's going to be finger pointing going on. Now, I, I don't care how much Kevin says it's it's one game at a time. If you have a bad game plan and you got schooled as a coach and you have talented athletes in there, whether, you, you know, sometimes that comes off as prima donna. I don't think that's the case here for the most part you are going to have discontent in the locker room because now that they have all the elements for failure beyond what they're doing now, and now you're going to get rumblings of guys that aren't happy in the locker room. Like if I'm Amari Cooper and I'm Nick Chubb, I'm shaking my head going, man, I wonder what it'd be like if I was playing on another team. That's the problem. Nick Chubb split quickly after that one, and I don't blame him. I don't either. He's the reason um, he's I was I was talking to a guy at the game today who had three kids with him and they were really excited. He was a, uh, a Marine, former Marine and he loves bringing his kids to the games. And, you know, they were all wearing Nick Chubb jerseys. And I looked at him and I go, why? And he goes, because we like him, you know, and we think he is a, a fine, up, up, upstanding player and citizen. And that's why. And those are the guys you don't want to irritate. And I, like, I, I don't know how Nick Chubb's not irritated right now. Oh, he looked pretty pissed when I, I saw him <laughs> walking out of the locker room. Like he just he, he was not smiling. Uh, he had a very stern look on his face. Didn't say anything. So uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he got the hell out of there as quickly as he could because that was that wasn't on him Sunday. That, no. That's squarely on a defense. And uh, and the, the fact that the, the quarterback turned it over. Uh, three times like Darryl, that, what words of wisdom did Kevin Stefanski have after the game oh do we want to hear from Captain Obvious uh, I'd Great. love to hear let's hear oh this. let's check in with Cap. by the way that's that's my new nickname for Kevin Stefanski he is now Captain Obvious let's check in with Captain Obvious on the latest embarrassment uh that occurred on a Sunday afternoon on the lakefront got beat not you know it's frustrating um uh, disappointing all those things um but we're gonna regroup and learn from it and move on to a big, big game next week. And that's kind of how we're, we're going to approach it. Uh, again, very disappointing. Uh, and, and we got beat and they did a good job. And we also just beat ourselves a few times too many. By the way, I'd like to point out, I did not pull that soundbite from last week. That actually was from the most recent game, Andy. I just, just, just disclaimer for audience. Don't want them feel like I'm getting lazy here on the, Right. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I think that they made a lot of mistakes, but I do think the, the Patriots were a better team. And that was just straight out. I mean, we didn't deserve in any way, shape, or form to win that game. No. Oh, no. Amari None Cooper's whatsoever. touchdown catch was the most worthy thing in the entire game. 
Yeah. Um, I, I did ask Kevin, though. Uh, <clears throat> I asked Captain Obvious uh, what was up with not getting Nick Chubb in the flow. I think, obviously, credit to them. Uh, they, 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 We just didn't get uh, enough going early, didn't get enough of uh, seams in the run game uh, for Nick or Kareem. Um, and ultimately, that's on me to figure out a way to get those guys going. So, Captain Obvious of the sinking ship, otherwise known as the 2022 Cleveland Browns, uh, telling us what we already knew. <laughs> it's his fault for not in get, not getting Nick Chubb involved in the offense. It's indefensible. Like I hate to be this way, but like I, I just I, I I can't defend it. Can I, Andy? Am I? <laughs> no, you can't give up twenty eight points in the fourth quarter, right? Isn't that what they gave up today? Twenty eight. I lost count. Fourteen. I don't even know. I'm looking. I'm, Thirteen. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to forget that I saw what I saw. Thirty-eight. Um, actually, no. They, they, it was they fourteen. Gave, nothing. They gave up fourteen. Fourteen points. Is that, yeah, no, twenty-eight points more. in the second half. Fourteen in the third. Twenty in the second half. I, you just you can't do that. And then what well, did we come back with? What nine? But in their defense, they were pacing themselves, Andy. They they were pacing in themselves as the. Uh, oh, okay, ships. I, I missed that. What um, other words of wisdom to Captain? Uh, Captain Obvious on. Uh, I guess if you turn over the football quite a bit, you're not going to win, right? Okay, we put a huge premium on on trying to win that turnover battle uh, week in and week out. Uh, so we got to take care of the rock on the offensive side. We got to take it away on the defensive side. And, and we just didn't do either. Uh, you know, we had a, a giveaway on, on punt team as well. So uh, we have to be, you're not going to win games uh, with that type of turnover margin, as everybody knows. Um, Jacoby understands you got to take care of the ball. Uh, and that's, it's as simple as that. That interception right out of the gate uh, on the second or third play of the game, like that just set the tone for the whole afternoon, didn't it? And second half, right? I mean, and giving yeah. up the touchdown in the second half. Like, and, and the thing that, the, and we'll get into Jacoby's uh, day here uh, coming up in the next segment, but just it, like, felt like I was watching Baker Mayfield out there, and I'll explain why. No, I get it. All right, let's do that when we come back here in a second. It's always game day in Cleveland. The Browns lose. This is the postgame edition. 38-15, the final. When we come back, we'll hear from Jacoby Brissett. We'll get your thoughts on Jacoby Brissett. It's always game day in Cleveland. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them. And easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. The Browns lose to the New England Patriots. They fall the two and four on the season. 38-15. That's now a five-game losing streak against the Patriots if you're keeping score at home over the last five times we've seen Bill Belichick. Today's show brought to you locally by Smiley One, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One the right choice for your comfort. Jacoby Brissett is everything that he was advertised coming out of Miami today, wasn't he? This is he really what we was. feared. 
this was the Jacoby Brissett game. And, and you know what? I can live with it if it was if it was one game and I wasn't worried about it, but I just know that Josh Dobbs calls are going to be ringing off the hook tomorrow. Why are we not looking at Josh Dobbs? Why aren't they playing him? You know you're on borrowed time anyways because you're waiting for Deshaun Watson to come back against Houston. Why can't we look at something else here? It's hard for me not to look at what the positives that he's done going into this game. and the, the, you know. But I kept saying it over and over. It doesn't matter. He's the starter. You've got 11 games to have a starter. You better win or else you'll be handing Deshaun Watson nothing when he gets back, and they are on that road right now. Yeah, and look, this is the first non-competitive game, really, that they played all season. And granted, they've only played six games. Uh, unfortunately, the last non-competitive game they played also came against the New England Patriots last year in Foxborough when they lost, what was it, 45 uh, to uh, 7. <clears throat> so, there, you know, there, there's that part of it. Um, look, yeah, I mean, to your point, yeah, this is the Jacoby Brissett we were expecting to get where he's going to struggle. And that is why I kept making such a big deal about the Jets' loss and the Falcons' loss and the Chargers' loss because, you know, it would be easy for me to sit here, Andy, and just absolutely trash Jacoby Brissett for the game that he played. And it'd be deserved, okay? But, like, what did you expect? He he has been better than what we expected. Um, it's not a surprise to Bill Belichick made him uncomfortable. The thing that I noticed most and why, I, you know, he reminded me a little bit like I was watching Baker Mayfield all over again because he couldn't read anything going on down the field. The, if the first interception he threw, had he thrown that football a second earlier, one second earlier, he had Farrell Brown wide open. But because he took two extra steps, rolling to his right, then threw the ball, it allowed the Patriots' safety to close and pick the ball off. That was number one. Second bad throw was to David Njoku up the far sideline. Give Njoku credit, did an outstanding job slowing up, coming back to the football and making the catch. But again, had Jacoby Brissett thrown that football on schedule, Andy, guess what? Njoku, wide open by 15 yards, catches it in stride, strolls the final 25 yards into the end zone untouched. Then there's the third throw down the field that got picked off again, getting Jacoby Brissett off schedule. And that's what Bill Belichick did. He knew that if he could get Brissett on the move, get him off schedule, outside the pocket, force him to read things developing down the field, that he was going to be successful. And what happened? Got two interceptions and forced a fumble. And the Patriots turned every Browns turnover into point Sunday game set match. What did Jacoby have to say after the game? You definitely can't go beat yourself. Um, that's for sure. Uh, and I think that we, we, we probably beat ourselves more than they beat us. Uh, granted they had a good plan, but it, I definitely think it started with us. And like I said, I take full responsibility and the start of the game and that's beating ourselves. And so, yeah, we just got to get about our, get out of our way. And then, Take it one play at a time, one step at a time, one day at a time. Now, what's interesting is that after the loss, Andy, Brissett, I guess, addressed the team. Now, nobody is saying what really? Brissett had to say. Um, they're trying to keep that in-house. Let me so, guess. He said this one's on me. I bet he said this I, one's on me. I, you, you just beat me to it. I was going to do the Jacoby Brissett right. impersonation there. Oh, go ahead. Let's hear your impersonation. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> That's on. I was 
that's on me. I threw two picks and fumble. Y'all can't do that. This is my fault. I appreciate you having my back. I'm, you know, going to be better next week. And let's forget about this one. Put it behind us. Stay together as a team. We're all in this together. We win as a team. We lose as a team. But this one today is on me. I take the responsibility for it. I think that that was, I'm guessing, the tenor of the message or the tone, I should say, of the message that he delivered to the locker room. Again, uh, you know, everyone respecting the the, the sanctity of the, the family, if you will, not wanting to say what he said. But I'm guessing that it went something like that. Okay, I'm not trying to be harsh on this. Okay, so please, I like Jacoby Brissett. And like I said, going into this week's game, he was the best 57-minute quarterback in the NFL. But the problem with him saying that to the rest of the team is it's like saying, well, your varsity quarterback got hurt, so I'm the JV quarterback, and now I'm going to come in here and tell everyone who's on varsity because I'm really on JV that it's my fault, it's my responsibility. And if you're a varsity player and you're looking around the room, you're like, you know, know what, Sherlock, you know, because it's not – and I know they like him and I know they respect him, and I'll be honest with you, I like him and I respect him. But it doesn't yeah. matter when your backup quarterback is giving the – rah-rah speech after a loss like that there are guys in that room that know how to play football at the highest level Jacoby Brissett does not and it's nothing against him he's a great backup quarterback I'd be happy to have him on this team for the next 10 years as the backup quarterback that's not his job that's not his role it's been evident because everyone's been giving a pass to him on these interceptions at the end of the game and I wasn't not from week one you know why because I kept thinking about last year when Baker Mayfield, who a lot of people thought should be an A1A quarterback, and he's still struggling, and we found out why he's not, because they were the same kind of problems, forcing the ball down the field, throwing interceptions, playing above what you really are, and that's a problem, and it's not Jacoby's problem. I think Jacoby's a good quarterback, but he's not a guy that's going to help you win games in the fourth quarter. That was evident three times prior to this game, and I fully 100% expected a game like this out of Jacoby, so I'm not really mad at him because I think we all knew this was going to happen at some point because this was the Miami factor. This was the game that everybody saw in Miami. He is who and he I'm is. not mad at Jacoby. I like no. him. I just, and, and, it's, and like it's I just said, it is what it is. It's why I don't invest a lot of time ripping him. I, I, I think that the guys that need ripped are on the defensive side of the ball, but right. the, 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 he's, he's going to have one of these egg games, right? <laughs> Where it's just, it's just bad. And I mean, the fact he had to throw it 45 times, like, how were they in that position? Like, right. that's not a winning position. That's a coaching issue, right? Especially if you think this offensive line yep. is as good Kevin as it is. And I didn't hear anything afterwards in post game. Do we hear anything more on, uh, on Wyatt Teller and yeah, he's got a calf injury. We'll see. Uh, okay. Miles Garrett jacked up his shoulder. We'll get into that. And Jack Conklin, the TV TV was saying there might be an issue with him. Yeah, nothing was said about him. So okay, right. well, that's um, good. But yeah, I mean, every loss this year they beat themselves. Every loss, and Jacoby agrees with me. We're beating ourselves, and and um, and, and that's a challenge for us is to get out of our, get out of our own ways. And, and um, I think we got the right people in the locker room to do that. Um, you know, and just honing in on our details, fundamentals, and technique, and and um, and for my sake, decision making as well. And um. And just taking it one play at a time, and then those will take care of themselves. That's on video, Andy. So but it's it okay. Good. That's two weeks it, in a row that I've dropped my mic. I'm literally in my mother's basement right now. It's her birthday. <laughs> it's her 85th birthday. So 
Happy birthday. My entire family is above my head right now, and uh, we are going to celebrate after this because we want to make sure we watch the baseball game tonight. I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not going to hide anything from anybody. I dropped my mic last week, and it was brutal. Uh, my headsets came flying off, but no one saw that today. <laughs> If anybody sees that, it is what it is. I lost my mic I, today. I will give you credit. You did a great job recovering the fumble, unlike the Browns. We have one more cut from Jacoby. No, we? we're good. I'm good. We're good. I'm good on You're the Jaco- Yeah, we're good. All right. I, Again, I don't want to crush Jacoby Brissett because he is what he is. I thought they did a nice job of getting him in the first place, but look, I'm not expecting man. him to win games for us. That's all there that's is to good. it. Yeah, I mean that's why I said we're good on Jacoby because like it it's pointless. It, it, I'm just I'm not gonna dunk on a guy who's in a, in a in a tough spot that he's you know really not really qualified to be in. He he's he's not an everyday NFL starter. He just he isn't. He's a good backup. He's a great locker room guy. He's a good leader. Glue guy. You need glue guys in your locker room. He's a glue right. guy, but he's not. A franchise quarterback he just isn't and he he's given it all he's got and the fact that Kevin Stefanski thought it would be a great idea to throw it down the field a bunch of times with Jacoby Brissett instead of just running the crap out of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt that's on Stefanski that ain't on Jacoby Brissett I'm sorry all right I have one more offensive question for you and that's about Josh Dobbs. And I'm going to bring that up when we come back. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin, as you can see at the bottom of the screen. Um, if you want to partake in the show at Game Day CLE, that's on Instagram and Twitter. Back after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. It's the post-game edition as the Browns fall to 2-4 and four on the season. They lose the New England Patriots 38-15. to Daryl, what do you think the outcry from fans will be on Monday morning to see Josh Dobbs play quarterback? Uh, hopefully not much because, um, I don't know that Josh Dobbs is going to be much better. Fair enough. But do you think there'll be an outcry? It's the best job in the world to be the backup quarterback in Cleveland. Yeah. Most popular guy on the team is always the backup, right? Well, he's the backup right now. So, but I just, I, again, (laughs) I think the coach has, I think Stefanski needs to do a better job of putting Brissett in better spots. Um, I think he needs to use his personnel smarter and that will fix some of the problems i I just yeah i mean again josh Dobbs, real nice kid big fan like him a lot ain't right i just i don't know that he's ready to be a starter 
And I mean, we didn't bring this up. Where are we with Deshaun Watson right now? I mean, another lawsuit dropped this week, and he's back in the building. Was that a distraction? Not. A, I think it was a one-day distraction because we are so immune to what's going on right now on a really serious story. But it's not. It's we've been through this so many times that I don't know that it has the same impact when we hear it. it's like everyone's like, oh, all right, I'm not surprised he's not getting sued again. Yeah, well, it's not a distraction because he's not eligible to play. Uh, he's only hanging out in meetings, and quite frankly, he could be sued another 20 times uh, by uh, by these women in Houston. And I'm not being flippant about it. I'm being legitimately honest. Like he got right. uh, is part of this agreement and the settlement is that uh, double jeopardy does not apply. I think that that's the mm. best legal way. I think that I could put it. He's already sure. been he's already been quote unquote convicted of the the violations, right? Right. And so unless something criminal arises or something uh, that takes the accusations against him to another level, I think that's a, a good way to phrase it. That I don't think that the league will be revisiting anything. And so it has no impact on his status. He is still on track to begin practicing on November 14th. He is still on track to be reinstated on November 28th. And he is still on track uh, to start December 4 in Houston, which means uh, by then I'm anticipating this season's over anyway, and it's not going to matter. So if you thought the season was over, would you put him back out there just to get him a couple reps? Or yeah. would you want to get risk him in injury the for yeah, a guy who's yeah. rusty? Yeah, no, I, I get him in the system, get him, you know, because I I'm not on the fire Kevin Stefanski bandwagon. I do think that at the end of the season, Kevin Stefanski needs to change out a couple coordinators. But I, I you know what I mean? But but get right. him in the system, get him working with Nick Chubb, get him working with uh, Najoku and and Donovan Peoples Jones and the guys that are going to be with him next year, Mari Cooper. Right. These are all guys that, that he's going to be working with next year. So uh, hopefully you you get some sort of rhythm or you know things going good and and you can kind of carry that forward. Granted, we thought that's what was going to happen with the defense last year, right? Second half of the season after they got their uh, butts handed to them by the Patriots in Foxborough, uh, they found some way to flip a switch, get their stuff together, and they play great defense for the last month and a half of the season, right? Right. And we're hoping that they're going to do that at some point now, but. I just, I don't know. I, I'm a believer year to year. You wipe the slate clean. It's hard to carry over uh, what you did last year to this, unless you're the Browns and you lose all the time, then, you know, they do a great job of carrying that over every year. But um, I, I just, I don't, based on what I'm seeing from this defense right now, Andy, I just, I have absolutely no hope, none, I, I or expectation either. Like, and there's uh, no was, way to fix it midseason. I mean, we got the trade deadline coming up in what 14 days here. Yeah, there's no I, way they're going to fix this. No, they don't have the draft picks too. Miles Garrett's banged up, uh, hurt his shoulder again. Uh, the same one that he injured in the car accident. The same. Uh, so that's a somewhat problematic. Let's hear from Miles on that because here, here's what he had to say about the shoulder injury. I've been dealing with it since the accident. I was trying to manage it and uh, be in the best position to, to play come Sunday and uh, no certain. No falls, tackles, no stuff like that that's going to aggravate it or make it worse. But at the end of the day, you know, I want to win. This whole team wants to win. You know, I'm, I'm always going to put them first as long as I can go out there and give my very best. I don't care you know, what's, what's ailing me, you know, how bad I'm hurting or aching. Uh, I'm, I'm going to put my, my guys first and we're going to go out there and, and uh, play our best ball. Let me translate that for people. 
Okay, okay. give me the put it through the translator. Yes. Well, because uh, I'm gonna basically what he is saying is, hey, the reason this my shoulders hurt is because of me, and it's my job to be out there every week and do everything I can to be ready to play, uh, and be there for my teammates. So he's he's basically holding himself accountable there and by putting himself self on the field, right? He's not uh, allowing that to keep him off the field. So I get, I give him credit. I mean, he broke or set the official sack record on Sunday, right? Being you know Clay Matthews quote official. I put official in air quotes because, um. You know, the sack was is not recognized. Sack statistics pre-1982 are not even recognized by the NFL. Yeah, that is kind of weird. It, it is. But, you know, pro football focus went back or someone went back and, you know, they they say Clay had 75 sacks as a member of the Cleveland Browns. But the official number, what is in the record book, right. is, 60, is 62. Well, now that record is uh, 63 uh, and a half sacks and counting because Garrett had uh, two sacks, but that that's what he's basically saying right there. Andy is that, you know what? I, I, I'm hurt because I got in the accident and I, I can't allow that to uh, sure. affect my teammates. And that's on me. Way. That's on me. Right. Yeah. What else did miles have to say after the, uh, let's see here. I, th- I think this one is uh, somewhat relevant because uh, the defense sucked an egg three Oh nine. And that's what they gave up to Bailey Zappi. Who the F is he? Uh, oh, Ramondre Stevenson, two touchdowns, 76 yards. That's better him... than last year, though, right? He killed us last year. so. And it's also less than the buck 61 he had against the Lions. So, actually, maybe that's a little bit of an improvement for the Browns. But here's what Miles had to say for the, uh, the the defense, or in this case, lack of defense. I put it on myself for the defense not playing well. So, I'm sure if you ask every man in that locker room, you know, he's going to feel like you know, there's one or two plays that he could have gotten back that could have changed the game. Jacoby feels the same. I feel the same. Special team feels the same. It's it's a you know collective effort, but individually we all have you know a couple that we want to give back. So we it falls on all of our shoulders. But you know, I feel like mine especially because you know I'm I'm supposed to be the star player on defense and I have to make more plays. There you go. Hmm. And, and Was there again, any booing I, in the fourth quarter. Oh well, yeah. I mean the people that were still there before they left. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's true. It was pretty empty. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. That place clears out in a hurry. Let me tell you, I give Browns fans Did you see credit. the overhead shot of everybody leaving, like heading yeah. towards the ballpark yeah. or just getting out of the stadium? It was awesome. I, I will say this. The Brown, uh, Browns fans have the fourth quarter, we suck fire drill down to a science. They know how to <laughs> empty that building in a hurry. And that's exactly what uh, happened uh, Sunday afternoon. But, but again, I – and this is why I have a lot of respect for Miles because he doesn't mince words. He holds himself accountable. He doesn't call out anybody else. He said, Hey, I'm the star player on defense. It's on me, whether I'm hurt or not, it's on me. So I kind of give him a lot of credit. And, and I think that this is important for him to say too, because I think there's some people on his side of the ball that, that not only need to hold themselves accountable, I think Joe Woods needs to hold them accountable by benching some of these guys. I think we all have to, to come come to the building tomorrow with that answer. No looking look in the mirror. Uh, not only at yourself. Wait a minute. I, I got a pause. I thought last week was look in the mirror week. We, we, it depends on the mirror. Okay. But, uh, no, we have to film. You, know, that you have to look at your position. And uh, I know your, your teammates who are also in the room with you. 
and uh, you know, not be scared to you know, tell them what it is and what isn't. You know, you have to be able to, you know, you know call a man out and not be afraid to be called out yourself. At the end of the day, you know, there's a lot of mistakes that are going on in the field. It's leading to big time plays, touchdowns, first downs, and it's killing us. You know, we're getting ourselves behind and we're taking ourselves out of all games that we, we had a chance to win. So just got to be, hold ourselves accountable. Is that right this there? is true. I mean, no lies told, right? No, that's true. Daryl, as we wrap this thing up, uh, just, we're, I mean, I know it's going to be an angry Monday. Um, just, <laughs> you got two games. I mean, as bad as I'm trying to find some kind of silver lining, if you can shake it off, you can be four and four. If you can pick up two huge wins against the AFC North, I have no expectations of wins over the next two weeks. Uh, they're going to be four and six, or I mean, two and six. Two and six. Yeah, they're they're not going to win the next two games because if you lose to Bailey Zappi and you lose to Marcus Mariota and you lose to Joe Flacco, how in the world are you going to beat Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow? They may they, those two guys may put record numbers up against this defense. That's how much this defense sucks. Like they're terrible. They've got good players on that side of the ball, and that's what's frustrating. They suck. They're in the wrong spots all the time. They're blowing coverages. They don't tackle. They don't play with any intensity whatsoever. Like, I don't know. Season's starting to circle the drain. Somebody might want to tell the Cleveland Browns they better get it together quickly or it don't matter when Deshaun Watson comes back or how long his suspension is because he ain't coming in here to save this thing. This is not a, hey, Deshaun Watson, see you December 4th to save our season for us. No, season's going to be long gone by the time he takes the field. And the Houston Texans right now, they're looking at a top 10 draft pick. They really are like that. It's going to be. A oh, I'm not questioning. I, I think you're right. I mean, I, I mean, where well, we were 12th going in the league uh, in the AFC going into today's play. So Daryl, that'll do it for this uh, 13th. Third, third AFC loss. Oh, right, right, right. No, I was just, yeah. I mean, I was just saying going into this I, one. So I mean, that's, that's not good. Like when you talk about the playoff picture, tiebreakers, all oh, that kind of brutal. Yeah, that nope. They're cooked. Like their their only chance, I think, right now to make the playoffs is to win the division, and that ain't happening either. Hmm. All right, he's Daryl Ryder. Andy. I'm Andy Baskin. Yes, we still are. Right? Are you, you good? You want the final word? Take it. One word. No, I, I was just telling you. I'll see you next year. Right? Football season's over. Right? <laughs> no, we're back on Tuesday morning with another edition <laughs> of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. You're not getting off that easy. Come on now. Come on. All right, I'd let's say do this I'll again see you on the draft. But well. They don't have a pick this year. <laughs> oh, that's going to be fun. Remember They're when that was our Super Bowl? Texans. All right. I'm, I'm, just Ray, I'm sorry. I'm not a ray of sunshine right now. <laughs> it's okay. We both had to watch the game too. And so did everybody else. We'll see what happens with the Guardians tonight because we taped this right after the game. It has been a post-game edition of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin for our fabulous producer, Meredith Kane. Thanks for listening. We're back on Tuesday morning. That's our next drop. And if you like what you're listening to, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. We'll talk to you soon. It's always game day in Cleveland.